What's up, family? Welcome to kickoff. Y'all know what it is. It is time for Speak. Now get this. Tomorrow is college football's biggest game. It's the biggest game of Deion Sanders as a head coach. Number 10, Oregon, and number 19, Colorado. But Prime is a 21-point underdog. I can't believe it. Let's go, Colorado! Oh, my God! Let's go, Colorado! Let's go, Colorado! <laughs> what <laughs> just happened? Hey, you was ready for man. the You was ready. Listen, man, listen. Have you ever seen a bull oh, or man. a buffalo versus a duck? What happened? <laughs> Me either, but I know it's ugly. Come on. It would be ugly. Well, then, Shady, I got to ask you then, in all seriousness or not, what would an upset by Coach Prime over Oregon mean? Mm. First of all, that put us in a... T- not us, I'm sorry. No, uh, you, but I, 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 believe, I believe that it'll put the Colorado Buffaloes, Buffaloes yep. in top five right now. Yeah. If Coach Brown can pull this off, it shows you how good of a coach he really is. Right? Your best player that plays offensive defense, he's not playing. He's hurt. If you can find a way to coach and do this thing, Nick Saban, mm. move over. Mm-hmm. Move well, over, Nick Saban. Uh, um, Kirby Smalls. Ooh, smart. 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 Whatever. Move over. <laughs> I don't know his name, but I know Dabo Sanders' name. Let's go. Dabo Sanders move over. Dabo Sweeney got to move over. Clemson? Yeah, he yeah they, move. They been, he been moved over. <laughs> he got to move over. They days is over with. Yeah. Coach Prime, it's his time. Mm. It's his time. Woo! Move over, baby. James hey. Jones, Ooh, what man. would a upset win mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you brought out the hoodie? Yeah, I brought out the hoodie. Hoodie, yeah. hoodie. hoodie, hoodie James. Hoodie James. Hoodie James. No, you're all good. You're all good. Hoodie James. And now, you're Hoodie James for the rest of the show. What would a prime win mean? You know, first off, we started off talking about, let's just get to seven games, six games. That's a successful season. If prime gets this thing done, and Shador goes out here and finds a way to get this thing done, we got to be talking about national championship and getting to the playoffs. Period. That, that is the goal. You are talking about a top 10 team. You are a 21-point underdog. 21. You was a 20-point underdog to start the season and go out there and beat TCU. Mm-hmm. If he finds a way to win this, you have to start talking about Colorado, not about nothing else but national championship and get into the playoff. It ain't no other bowl game matters if we find a way to get Oregon done. Because like Shady said, if they beat Oregon and Oregon's 10, they jumping in the top 10. If you're in the top 10, you should be having an opportunity. Our national championship should be on your mind. I love it. Hoodie James, Joy, what's your alter ego? Mm. Because, I mean, we got Hoodie James. We got Shady. (laughs) 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 Joy, what would an upset by Colorado win? What would an upset over Colorado mean? Over Oregon. Yes. We might have to start a new religion. Ooh. <laughs> Church of Prime. Sure, it'll, it'll be very lucrative. Most of those churches are. Well, well. Listen, they beat TCU, being 20-point mm-hmm. underdogs to start the season. Now, granted, they had Travis Hunter, yeah. so this is a bit of a different look that they're going into this weekend without their best player, second-best player on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. However, if they're able to get this done, which they believe that they can, okay. as 21-point underdogs, they would have to be in the top 10. They would have to be in the national championship conversation. They'd have to be in the winning the Pac-12 conversation. And for me to, to sort of spin it forward, because this, this entire thing has felt like – it's felt like Miami, right, the 2001 Hurricanes. Ooh. It's felt like USC with Pete Carroll. Uh, 
the hype, the hype, the hype, the, yeah, hype, the, 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 yeah. the celebrity, the semi-pro feel that's been around Colorado. That's why everyone is so excited about it. It's 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 brought college football into this space of flash and celebrities on the sidelines and people wanting to go to the games and the games being sold out and everyone's shows are there. Like that's that's an important thing for the sport. When NIL became a thing. I argued for it so fervently, not just because I have, you know, nephews and mm-hmm. nieces that are going to, you know, that are playing college sports, but because I was a college athlete and my brothers were college athletes. All of that obviously played a part in it, but because this is the vision of what it can become. A, a guy like Prime can go to Colorado and create this kind of not just buzz, but winning. In one year. Though. In one, it, <sighs> Not even. Yes. <laughs> we're not even yeah. there yet. Yeah. We're three games in. Mm. Like, four games in, this is, this is a whole different world that's been created. And it's not just because of NIL. It's because he's also showing the ability to coach and win games. So if he can beat Oregon, we are spinning it forward into this is now what college sports can look like. Not for everybody. Some people are still going to like the old school, and that's fine. But both of them can exist, and it hasn't really existed like that for a while. If Colorado beats Oregon, it substantiates everything that's occurred previously. Mm-hmm. It colors everything. If Colorado beats Oregon, then those wins that Colorado already has, they matter. They mean something. Well, Colorado won because they're a good team. But if Colorado loses to Oregon, well, Colorado won because those were bad teams. Don't get it twisted. If Colorado wins, the narrative completely changes. Currently, the teams that Colorado's beat have a combined three and five record. If Colorado loses to Oregon, all we're going to say is, well, Nebraska was sorry, TCU was sorry, Colorado State was sorry. But when and if Colorado wins, now we'll say, dang, Colorado really liked that. Mm. Maybe Colorado State was better than we thought. Now it starts changing how we feel about the past because the future will always sort out the past. So the win, in my mind, it is what everybody has said at this desk, but it also draws compound interest on the previous wins because now those previous wins mean even more because this win truly substantiates it all. But I will also say Colorado won't be doubted like this again. No, mm-hmm. we're, right. Still, right. we're still clearly trying to figure out yeah. just how good Colorado is. Mm-hmm. Like a 21-point dog is utterly offensive. It's one, of the, it's one of the most offensive things that you can have in sports. They're essentially saying, Colorado, you sorry. Y'all don't belong on the same yeah. field. Mm-hmm. But you beat Oregon, you're not going to be no 21-point dog to SC. Nope. Might be a favorite. Mm. You're not going to be a dog to Utah. Might mess around and be a favorite. You won't be a dog like that 21 points again. So 2-5, as I look at it, if they can pull it off, it changes everything else going forward. Yeah, and you can create any type of narrative you want for this, right? Now, I think they will win this game, and I'm rooting for them to win this game. But let's say they don't, mm-hmm. Right. Now, we never said that Coach Prime and his first year would go undefeated. Yeah. That never was the game plan. Not at all. Not I, at didn't, all. I didn't no. think that. No doubt. Right? And then and another thing is what people don't understand is that he doesn't have his players that he recruited. He wants. Now, now, now so guys transferred there. Yeah. That's one thing. But to go out there and his first real offseason to pick the players he wants to fit his scheme, guys, certain cornerbacks, certain wide receivers, he hasn't had a chance to do that. It's the same thing in the pros and NFL. We have a, a rebuild, a new team. It might take a year or two to get the players that you want. But this just shows how good of a coach he really is. We're talking about his first year um, competing against Oregon and potentially beating them. That's how good of a coach he really is. So, hope they win this game. But they do have that quarterback, and he makes a difference. And for me, Rocho brought up a good point because that's what they are going to say. If they lose to Oregon, they're going to say, oh, well, you know, TCU, they they was ranked beginning of the season, right? They – they lost. Nebraska's no good. Colorado mm-hmm. State's no good. And that's what sucks. 
Because Colorado was no good before Prime got there. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And, and all that's going to go out the window with what he has done over there and changed that program around already in three weeks, being 3-0. and You know, so for me, Nebraska was sorry last year. They still sorry with a new coach. <laughs> you, you got what I'm saying? Right, so right, Prime right. has what, what Prime has done over there, whether they win or lose, it's crazy. And he gonna get the recruits. No, you think question. they not seeing this when they see us up there in Colorado? <laughs> they see skipping them boys up there. Think about this. You done seen Lil Wayne. You gonna, you probably gonna see Lil Baby. You gonna see McMills. It's gonna be like Philadelphia Eagles they all over again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Every recruit has what, 17 years old. Yeah. My son's going there. Now, son, get it together now. We going, we going. <laughs> Joy, more focus for you on Prime or Shador? Shador, obviously, the quarterback, Ooh. America. He is in the Heisman campaign. This can be a Heisman caliber game for him. Obviously, y'all know who Prime is. More pressure on Prime or Shador in your Ooh, that's mind? That. Now we talk. Yeah. I'm talking ball now. Mm. I mean, I, I want to say Prime, but we know that the players are going to have to go out there and perform. They're going to be prepared. They're going to have somebody who has their back who's making sure that he pushes them through adversity and all that. We saw that in the last game. But Shador has to go out there and be great because, for whatever reason, they are 21-point underdogs, yeah. and they are without Travis Hunter. Yeah. So those things are a reality. And, look, like we're, we all believe, but let's put some respect on Oregon, too. Right they're a good out. team. Right, they are. They're just going to roll over them. They are, a, they are a good team, mm -hmm. yes, and they've had a good program for a long time. So this is a game where they're going to have to go out there and be great. Now, I don't think any of us are going to uh, – you know, pound on Shador if he doesn't have the game of his life in this matchup. But at the end of the day, if they're going to win this game, I think it's going to be because somebody is going to step up and be great. We talk about Oregon. We talk about Colorado. James, you haven't talked enough about Oregon, okay. right? Because I want you all to know, like, who is Colorado Ooh. going to have to no be? Doubt. We no. keep talking about Prime, but let's talk about Oregon for a second here. This is the very first play of Oregon's last game on offense. What Oregon sees is, Oregon's offense is, to me, it's simple. If y'all are in two high safeties, two safeties up top, we're going to run the ball. That's it. Mm -hmm. You stay in two high safeties, we're going to run the ball, and we're going to gash you. Oregon currently is second in the NCAA in yards per attempt. But now now Oregon says this, oh, if y'all are in a one high safety look, if for some reason you have the audacity to bring a safety down and only play with one safety in the middle of the field, oh, we gonna gas you over the top of your head too. So Oregon says, look, your two high safeties, we'll run it on you. One high safety, we're going over the top of your head. That is what they are looking for. Now, Joy brought up a great point. They're not with Travis Hunter, that is Colorado. So now there's a dilemma. If you got Travis Hunter, James Jones, you notice, hey, one side of the field, don't even look there. Don't even throw it, Travis. Safety, help the other side, help the other guy. But because there's no Travis, now, Colorado, you're in a bind. Because what did I tell y'all, America? One high safety. If there's one high safety, what's Oregon going to do? They're going to throw the ball. And Bo Nix is a likely first-round quarterback as well. And when he throws it, he throws it. So this is what... Colorado is going to have to deal with good, on though. the flip side. Yeah. Colorado, they got their hands full. Okay. It's going to come down to can prime coach, mm -hmm. and Shador, in my mind, is going to have to play the game of his life. No James. question. And, and speaking of Shador, we got to believe the plays you just showed, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. Shador is going to have to score 30-plus points to win this ball game. It is going to be in the 30s, right? Oregon is going to score. If Shador puts up 30, the Heisman race is over for one week. <laughs> if he beats Oregon and he puts up 30-plus, which means you're going to have to throw for over 300-plus yards and four touchdowns, for one week, Caleb Williams is second. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he, he, you just beat 
TCU, who was ranked down, and you 20-point underdogs. Then top 10 Oregon, 21 points, and you beat them strictly off the way you played. I know Pops is coaching, Prime is coaching, yeah. but they're winning them games because of him. No doubt. And, no and, doubt. And Shador, he's that special. I had a chance to um, talk to Prime on the phone a couple weeks ago. We talked about it, and the first thing he said was, I've been knew my son was special. He knew Shador was special like this, but the world didn't know. Nope. Now we're starting to see it. So every chance that he has, he puts him out there because I trust him. You talked about how um, um, when they had the overtime game where, no, nah, we don't want the defense. We want the offense. Offense, take the ball first. Because he knows that his son is like that. And we have that type of trust, not because it's his son, because he's that type of player. We all play with players that are no players that are that good where – we trust him. No yeah. doubt. We, sh- we might not should win this game, but, man, we got him. Mm-hmm. The Equalizer. By the way, that's, on, that's the movie. With- <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And he's the Equalizer. Well, hey, we might have a disadvantage or the odds are not in our favor. But when you got Shador Sanders at quarterback, you always got a shot. But it's going to take 460 yards, five total yeah. touchdowns. Like, Shador, 30 points won't do it, Jay. He, like, he's at home, but he's averaging 400 yards a game. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I'm not, ten, saying, ten one I'm not saying he can't. I'm just letting y'all know ahead of no time doubt. what it will take yeah. from to Shador. Win? Okay. To win. Yeah, yeah. Colorado on the road. On the road. Like, Oregon will put up points. They are second currently in yards per attempt and 11th in rushing yards, and I showed y'all passing plays. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it will take a career game from Shador, but he did it against TCU. Yep. He did it in overtime against Colorado State. I don't doubt that he can do it. Right. I don't. Shay, you know where we're going to be a week from today? Uh, where we're going to be at? A week from today. You know, you know who we're going to be? Let me know. Hey, we're going to be in Boulder <laughs> oh, because yeah. we are taking the trip Dang. ahead of the huge game, Colorado-USC. Speak is going to be there next Friday. We're going to be kicking that out there Woo-hoo. in Boulder with wait. Prime and everybody else. You do not want to miss it. If James you're in Boulder, show up. Joy going to be there. James going to be there. Hey, Trace, get my outfit ready. (laughs) Yo, do not miss it. When we return, we will talk more about the NFL coming up. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. There is no bigger week three matchup in the history of the NFL for the Chargers than the matchup today. A lot is at stake for the Chargers, so it's only right we call a stake holders meeting, shall we? Now, if you are a fantasy football fan, then you have a lot at stake. And, well, if you're a Chargers fan or an NFL fan, you have a lot at stake. I'm going to take you through what all is at stake for the Chargers. Now, here's the domino effect. If the Chargers lose to the Vikings, they're 0-2, the Chargers are. The first thing is, Chargers are going to miss the playoffs. See, there is a 1% chance you make the playoffs if you start 0-3. Now, the second thing that was at stake, Brandon Staley, he will, in fact, be fired. Yes, he will. if you start 0-3 and you are a third-year head coach, Five of them since 2010 have been fired. Mm. Three of them have been fired in the middle of the season. The third thing at stake, general manager Tom Telesco, he too will be fired. Now, Mm. why would he be fired? Well, because he has the third highest paid pass rusher, the fifth highest paid pass rusher, the highest paid safety, the 10th highest paid center, the 12th highest paid running back, the 9th highest paid wide receiver, but they're 0-3. The fourth thing that will happen is a complete roster overhaul, in large part because of the third thing that will happen. The roster is malconstructed, and it will be overhauled. The fifth thing that will happen, the Chargers' playoff drought will continue, which leads us to the ultimate thing that will happen. If the Chargers start 0-3, Justin Herbert, the entire narrative will change. 
The social media quarterback narrative that I haven't yet mentioned this year will come completely to fruition. Mm. So stakeholders, be very mindful about what's at stake mm. in this matchup. Oh, man, that was good. Mm. I put my money with you now. <laughs> <laughs> Joy, it's a huge matchup. We've talked about it all week. You've touched on it all week. Vikings, Chargers, you know exactly what there is to lose and what there is to prove. What is at stake for the Chargers on Sunday? Well, I think you outlined it very, yes, very he did. well, Mr. CEO. Yes, he did. Uh, I'll just I'll add on to it by saying that uh, he's going to get moved out of the top quarterback conversation. Mm, that's good. Very, very quickly. It's the social media quarterback thing. You know, it's very confusing for people. I still have to explain that on your behalf. <laughs> like, that's not what he's saying. But but this, and it's not all his fault. Right. Shady brings this up often. They're scoring points, points. They're being efficient with the ball. G- get some stops. The problem is when these things happen and we're not seeing <clears> the success that we're seeing with other teams that have not as much talent. You're being compared to the guys that are in your draft class Mm -hmm. that are having more success. When you start to look around, at some point it's going to fall at the feet of the person that makes the most money, whether that's fair or not. But that's what happens when you sign and get those checks, and that's why those checks are nice. And every once in a while you're like, man, I'm getting talked about a lot. The bank account looks nice, so it's it's all good. Just buy some aromatherapy candles with with that check. So it's just a lot of things are going to start to spiral. A lot of conversations are going to heat up. And it's going to be unfortunate because maybe it's not one particular person's fault, but it's the NFL and the stakes are high. And this team particularly is coming into this year with a whole lot of expectations. So all this can go away. This whole conversation, that whole list can all go away if you get this win against the Vikings. But if you don't... James, let me paint the picture for the viewer for you. You said it was 2014. You were playing for the Raiders. Yes. Dennis Allen was your head coach. Yes, sir. You all started 0-2. You knew within the walls and the confinements of that locker room as Derek Carr was your quarterback and you were out there at wide receiver. If you start 0-3, sheer chaos will ensue. No question. You started 0-3. Dennis Allen ended up getting fired in the middle of the season. They didn't even wait. Nope. You know firsthand about this question. Yeah. What's at stake for the Chargers? Everything you just touched on. Yeah. This will be the coaches gone. Let me share a story. We were in London. We were in London when we lost and went to 0-3. They wasn't even going to let Dennis Allen on that plane, man. They get like that? That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy, though. You, you, you wow. know what I'm saying? You get your 0-3, they like, you know. New passport? You leave him in another Is it going to be an extra first-class seat? Oh, uh, crack. That's but crazy. they let him get on there. But we knew on the plane he was gone. Mm. You, mm. you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you go out here in Minnesota, they going to know on the plane. That coach is gone. This here, this here is going to be over. And the main reason it's going to be over for him is because since he's got there, there's been questions about him going forward on fourth down. Yes. Since he's got there, he has had really good defensive players, especially when you talk about pass rushers. And then they gave you Khalil Mack. Your offense is scoring 29 points a game, and you're still finding ways to lose football games. So the GM, like you touched on, because he's the one who brought the head coach in, so you're responsible for this too. The head coach, with all this talent that you have, you go 0-3, it's a 1% chance you are going to miss the playoffs on the way back from that plane trip, from that road trip. Them boys going to be gone. They have to get a W. Dennis Allen got fired after week four, America. Mm-hmm. James Jones, former coach. Mm. Four games, and they was like, yo, we're good on you. Brandon Staley, a loss on the line, but Shady, what's at stake? Real quick, that briefcase was nice. Hey, can I borrow that? Italy? Yeah. That'll take me more serious meetings. <laughs> um, what's at stake? Um, Brandon Staley's job. That's it. That's what it is. Brandon Staley's job is at, is at a stake right now because 
the gift and the curse. The gift is you get a quarterback like Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. who's one of the best, one of the most talented. That's why you pay him like that. Mm-hmm. And you add some pieces around him with some wide receivers, get a good, good running back, and you go get some defensive players. You talk to all the guys you just named, all them high-priced players. But when you don't get the results from that, that's the curse. Yeah. And if they don't win, everybody you talked about is going to get fired. And now we got to talk about the rebuilding thing. Okay, now we're going to go this trade, this player, trade that player, cut this player. That's what happens when you fire your head coach. The new coach might not like the players you have. So I won't even take a big take on it because my thing is we need to see results. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not losing. You're not, you're not going up against the, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, the Eagles. You're going against the Vikings. You should win that game. If you don't win that game, he might be sitting here with us. Keep we in, might not even hire him. I don't know. We might not keep hire him yet. Keep in mind, while none of us want this to happen. No, no. Yeah, oh, we don't want no, this. No, 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 no. I know. I just like to be clear because people friends. like, like to hear what yeah. they want to hear. None of us want this. Keep in mind who they just brought in for the offensive coordinator this offseason. Yeah. Who is someone who had been talked about for head coaching jobs already. And he's doing well right now. You're right. So if you're a, an organization that's frustrated with your head coach yeah. and you're going to make a move during the middle of the season, or not, not even the middle of the season, yeah. you're going to make a move early in the season because of frustrations and you know, disappointment on one side of the ball, it does happen to become easier when you have somebody like Kellen Moore in the, in the building. So that adds to the heat of all of it. Mm-hmm. Not that that's why Kellen Moore took this job. I'm sure he still has head coaching aspirations, but he wanted to work with Justin Herbert, and this was a new opportunity. But he's in the building, mm-hmm. and they've been talking about him for head coaching positions already. Yeah. So that, that, that's a great point, yeah. That ownership might not feel that concerned about making a move yeah. like that. James, at 0-2, yeah. facing 0-3, mm. What is the mindset of the Chargers players? Because you've been there before. What is the mindset of those players as they prepare to face Minnesota? Well, it's, re- it's really all about getting a W. Like I, like I touched on it a little bit yesterday, you're playing for your coach now, man. Mm. You know, like, like we knew we was playing for Dennis Allen. Did we get the job done? No. Right? And Dennis Allen's job, Dennis Allen ended up getting fired. This is Brandon Staley's third year. So, Justin Herbert, if you like your coach, Khalil Mack, if you like your coach, <laughs> Bosa, if you like your coach, Duran James, if you like your coach, you want to go out here and you want to play at a high level. That's all was going through our mind. Like, I remember us sitting in the locker room at London like, man, let's get this one for DA. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to see, man, you got to pack your kids up and all that type stuff and get them on up out of there. You know, so as players, it's like, man, listen, we see how hard coach works. I'm sure Brandon Staley works extremely hard in that building getting these dudes prepared. Brandon Staley's not playing. I'm sure he's probably watching the film like, dang, we supposed to be in this. Why are you over here? I'm sure it could be a lot of that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's resulting in losing. Right. And when you lose, it go to the coach first, then it comes to the quarterback. quarterback. You know what? I'm sitting here thinking about, have I ever been with a coach that got fired? I have. Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, they fire Andy Reid. I, that was the worst day of one of That's my lives, saying. right? Just like, he's, he's been so good to us as an offense, to me, to this city. Before he got there, we were bad. But the thing was, that you talked about playing for your coach, and I think sometimes the, the really, really good players, like myself, you get so comfortable. Oh, we'll be, we'll be if he's not here, mm-hmm. we'll be good. No, it don't work like that, because Chip Kelly came in there, and I still bought out, but I wasn't his type of player for whatever reason. Yep. The Sean Jackson, really, yep. really good, but he wasn't his type of player. Michael Vick. OG, really, really good, but he wasn't this type of player. A lot of these guys we talked about making all this money that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. The Jameses, the, the, the Osas, the Max. Every, yep. They might not be with the Chargers when the new coach comes, and that's how it works. Okay. So the real story is this. If you don't win this game, yeah, your coach might get fired, mm, but you, some of y'all players, 
Y'all might get fired. No, that's a really good point. Like, absolutely. Oh, thank you, brother. Chaos. Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. I work hard. I got a briefcase in the mail for you. I just, I, I made it, I yeah. sent an email while you was talking. Put some paper in there, too. <laughs> hey, it's very simple, though. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. <laughs> okay, before we head to break, it's time for Speak Trivia. Joy is I'm one ready. for one. I'm James ready. is one for one. Shady is 0 oh for no, no, one. No, Bring it on. You're 2 and 0? Oh? Yeah, I got Mike McDaniel yesterday. Yeah, stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, here's the question. Who is the last quarterback to win his first five career home starts with the team that drafted him? Last quarterback to win his first five career home starts with the team that drafted him. Hint, it is not Brock Purdy. I'm going to say that. It is not Brock Purdy. Tweet at us the answers, and we will give you the answer as soon as we return. It is not Brock Purdy. Tweet me at <laughs> CutOnDon25. <laughs> have you heard about fox super six it's the free new game on the fox sports app that is giving away ten thousand dollars in cash prizes every week all you have to do is answer six fun quick questions about this week's nfl matchups the questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four player performances it's fun and again free to play Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. All right, family, back to speak trivia. Who was the last quarterback to win his first five career home starts with the team that drafted him? Now, we haven't established the order here. Joy, you have an answer, but should Shady get the next stab at it? Wait, 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 you didn't go yet. Oh, you don't go? I know the answer. Yeah, they tell him the answer. Oh, that's some bull. Yeah, so he gets to skip out on it. Uh, That's actually not fair. They they can talk to me, too. We should rotate. I'm going going to Philly. Uh, You're going Jalen Hurts? You know that's not the answer. His rookie year, he had to start. And you know you like that's true. Started one to three. That's, that's, true. that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Man, so good. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on this. Hey, then I'll be Dak. It's not Dak, is it? No. No. Okay. So Shady's over too. I didn't uh, guess. Oh, you just you just go Dak. No, no, no. no. I, I say no, no, no. I didn't guess. Yo, you pick one of those. <laughs> I go next time. Okay, Joy. Uh, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, good guess, but no. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Action Jackson. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Lamar Action Jackson. Mahomes is a really good guess. Hurts. Shady. He always wins. I don't know. (laughs) BB winning. (laughs) I love it. Okay, we got to move to last night's epic game as we are in third and long. Third topic of the day. Chargers. Well, no, Niners, excuse me. Niners, they beat up on the Giants by 18 points, 30 to 12. Brock Purdy statistically had himself a game. Two touchdowns, no picks, over 300 yards. Niners, 30 points for the third straight game on their way to another win. Now, look. In our pre-show meeting, we have conversations before we talk to y'all the country. Pre-show meeting, we were saying, well, are the Niners the best team in the league right now? And Shady said, no, the Eagles. I said, no, the Cowboys. Joy said, no, the Eagles. James said, no, the Cowboys. So my question then to you, Shady, is why aren't the Niners the best team in football? They're 3-0. and They yeah, look really, good. Really good. Yeah. What else do they still need to prove to you? Where do you stand on uh, I, I think they're really, really good. I mean... When I watched them play uh, last night, I like what I seen. You know, I, I, we talked about this earlier. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't agree with me, but I got to go with the Eagles just because w- when I go player for player, position for position, it's the Eagles, right? We show different ways to win games. Okay, Jalen Hurts might not be throwing for 300 yards, right, like we've seen before. We know he's not throwing to A.J. Brown on this side and Devontae Smith on this. Well, it's not happening, but 
We find ways to win. If you want to take the pass game, cool. We'll run for 200 and, and yep. some yards. Well, 200 with 50? Huh? Last game. It's a lot of yards. <laughs> Who's the running back? We don't know who it is. Okay, DeAndre Swift. I'm, hello, I'm here. <laughs> so when I look at this team, then you go to the defense. Any way you want to put it, we have these players. We have these positions. And I love to do matchups. Andy Reid has taught me that. When you, when you play in these games, the matchups win. And we can find any matchup, if it's the running backs against the linebackers, if it's the wide receivers against the, the cornerbacks, if it's the tight ends against the linebackers, whatever it may be, or the safeties, whatever, you got to find a mismatch. And when I look at our team, when we play different teams, like the Cowboys, when we play the Niners, we won't have the mismatch issues for the for opposing teams. And I think that's why I go with the Eagles as being the best team in football. Mm. Yeah, I have the Eagles also, but why I have the Niners below the Eagles, but ahead of the Cowboys, is when I look at predictions for this season – and evaluating what a team looks like through the season. I don't just ignore their past habits and behaviors, particularly in the postseason. And when I look at the Niners and Kyle Shanahan, they always find themselves there. But they're always just a little bit short, and it almost always comes down to the quarterback Mm. not being special in the biggest moment. So for me, I know that the Eagles have that because we just saw that. Well, the Eagles have Jalen Hurts. They have the same coach. They have a lot of the same pieces. The Niners have the same coach, have the same quarterback, a lot of the same pieces. The Cowboys have the same quarterback, have the same coach, a a lot of the same pieces. Now, all of them have added and subtracted, as we know we do on rosters, so it's not exactly the same team. But, man, when you're looking at evaluating these teams, we got the core there to look at. So, for me, I I just want to see a little more special from Brock Purdy during the regular season to this point. Yeah. It's not that he was bad last night. It's just... He's not special. I just want to just, like, not that pass. You know what I mean? Just not, not that one. Like, I don't... And it, it just makes me nervous because when it does get into a tight spot, how is that going to look? We know he's the starter. We know he's the franchise right now. And I'm, I'm confident that he is and that he will continue to grow into that because, again, he hasn't even played a full season of NFL football. But if the difference is that, and that's the most important position, I'm going to go with the all-pro... MVP runner-up who just played in the Super Bowl, who's yeah. back again with happen. his core pieces. That did happen. Yeah, that did happen. For me, I'm all about uh, being in the now. I don't really remember too, too, many, too many things. My wife always tell me, you wouldn't even listen to me. I'm like, I'm focused on. <laughs> we, have a, we, have, we have a whole filing yeah. cabinet. Which was it? I'm, I'm focused on right now. You Hold said on. You had said <laughs> on April 21st at 4, 10 p.m. Yeah, I don't remember none of that. So I'm like, oh, you said you said that yesterday? I don't even remember. So <laughs> I don't remember nothing that happened last year. I'm going on my own two eyes this year. The Cowboys have really had one play to where they like, and that's when Sauce almost picked that ball off. Mm-hmm. The Eagles has had multiple. The Niners have had multiple. So when you just talk about how they're playing right now, the, the Cowboys are playing at a dominant level, and it ain't even close to anybody in the National Football League over these first two games that they have played. And that is why I'm saying they are the best team in football. And for me, as you guys know, I believe Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. And the Niners, they're not going to keep getting away with this. And I'm going to show a couple plays of, of Brock Purdy, but, and I, I just want to bring the viewers in because – Y'all mentioned last week he missed a couple throws. This right here is where you going with the ball. This is a pick if George Kittle don't turn into a lockdown corner. <laughs> this is a pick. But it's showing up too much. I understand you guys. And this, like, where are you going with This is a pick. And the only reason why I'm showing these plays, Shady, because if that's Gilmore, mm-hmm. that might be to the crib. It's Slay. If, if that's Slay, yeah. that might be to the crib. If that's the good football teams, 
The football teams that's ready to compete for championships, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Cowboys, them are those are picks. And you better believe the pressure like he just faced right there, the Eagles is coming. It's, it's, the it's, Cowboys is bringing that pressure. So for me, it's too many inconsistent plays for Brock Purdy right now. Is he getting away with them because they're winning and pe- the other team is not capitalized on them? Yes. But when you're talking about how the play of football looks on the field right now, it's not close between the Cowboys and the 49ers. I hear you. I, I hear you. And those are some good plays. Those are good plays. I, I get that. But I could also show plays that he, he looked good, mm-hmm. right? Where, where last game, not the one last night, the last game before that, where he missed uh, Brandon Ayuk on you, a, on a, on double a move, double move, off. right? He missed it, overthrew it. Oh, let's run it back. Last night, same thing with Debo Sanders. He caught it on a dot, on the outside shoulder. I'm like, ooh. Another thing about Brock Purdy is he's only 10 games in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's the last pick in the draft. He's 10 games in. He looks solid. Get to the end of the season, I'm sure he'll look better. And, and you talk about, because we can't talk about Jalen Hurts with the quarterback thing. That's, he's on the other side. He's, he's, he's different. Let's put him over here. Dak Prescott, as much pass as you want to show of, of Brock looking bad. This year, though. I mean, well. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember last year. But when the game. Came last year. I'm saying, play? I'm, okay, no play. Okay, yeah, uh, I don't remember last when, year. When the, game, when, the, this year. when the game gets tight, right, mm-hmm. then you'll see who he really is. Because the Cowboys are not going to beat everybody like that. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we play football for a long time. I play football at a high High level. And it don't always go like that. It don't always And then there's like some that. games where you're going to have a first quarter where it looks bad. Mm-hmm. You've been a part of that? No you play, you play Aaron Rodgers, right? No question. Have you been a part of that? Yes, sir. Okay. So what I'm saying is there's going to be times where it's not going to look good. And you might struggle for the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Three and outs, three and outs. Okay, but, but whenever it clicks, it's going to look how Brock Purdy looked when he got it clicking. And that's football. America, that's football. Everything going to be 40 to zero. No that's question. not realistic. So we'll see when, when it gets tight. And we see what Dak Prescott looks like when it gets tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My question is, as I chime in here, is the only reason I don't have the Niners is the one right now is because I'm thinking at the point in which I feel about the Niners, how Shady feels about the Cowboys. No, they're elite. But I'm like, man, what happens when? Like a Shady, I've heard him all week about the Cowboys. But what happens when they face an opponent that will light up the scoreboard? Now, my retort to Shady has always been, I don't know if they'll face that opponent because of the defense. But where I am with Brock Purdy is, Man, what, what happens when you need it? Mm. Now, I only think there's two or three teams in the National Football League that will put Brock Purdy and the Niners in that position. Cowboys, Eagles, maybe the Chiefs, and maybe the Dolphins as it stands right now. But what, what happens when you do need that second and five, second and six, and you got to hit Emmanuel Sanders deep with the Super Bowl on the line? Mm. Like, what happens when? As it stands right now, Brock Purdy balling. I mean, he is absolutely balling. I'm just curious about what happens when that's why cowboys are the one to me james with you and then i have the niners and then i have the eagles now why do you have the niners over the eagles i'm looking at how it looks right now i'm looking at how it looks right now like jay like that that's just how i look at it because obviously i know what jalen hurts has done of course i know what the eagles defense has done Mm -hmm. i know what the eagles offense has done but what the eagles defense has done and how they look this year even as far as pass rush not the same exactly what the eagles offense has done and what it looks like this year even against common opponents vikings last year vikings they saw week two this year vikings they saw week two not the same so but that's just how i look at ball i look at ball like right now i don't i don't necessarily look at ball all that other people are talking about what they're going i just can't divorce first of all i I can't just forget what I've seen. Like, I just, I'm, I don't, I need to remember. I need to have the trauma in my bones so I can make better decisions moving forward. That's just how I am particularly wired. So I can't just forget what I've seen these players do, particularly in the postseason, and these teams do, particularly in the postseason. 
how they're coached, how they perform, what they do in big moments. And people, players can get better, of course. Mm-hmm. So you always have room for growth and you can make adjustments. But I am talking about, if we're talking about right now, yes, the Cowboys have looked the most dominant in the league. That's not, that's not a question. They've looked the most dominant, of course. And probably the Niners have looked the second most dominant. I mean, they still won by 18. Like, it's right. the NFL. That's true. They won by 18 points last night. That's an NFL team. Those are NFL players on the other side of the ball. So it's the coach of the year on the other side of the ball. Like, we don't think they're a great team. All of them get paid professional money to play football. So 18 points is still a wide margin to beat somebody. I don't care what the situation is in the NFL. So they're probably the second most dominant, and then we can go on from there. Maybe it's the Dolphins, maybe it's the Eagles, whatever your flavor. I'm just saying when I think about what these teams are and what they're going to be at the end of the season, if they stay what they look like on paper – that's kind of how I am. That's where I'm speaking. Can, can, can I say one thing? Because you guys are saying that you, you don't care what happened in the past. Like the past doesn't matter for some for some reason. I don't know. But does experience ever matter? Does that ever does that take place? Because I, I don't know. I play football and I'm wondering: Does experience matter? Yeah, experience it matters. You get experience from the past, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the past should matter somehow. Like <laughs> because when you, get to, when you put the Eagles in a situation like last year, when, when you may be losing, you need to win, and you might need a sack, you might need to play from Jalen Hurts. Guys, relax. We've been here before. Or if you haven't, you don't know how to react in the right. moment when the, light, when, the, when the lights are real, real bright. That's what when, I, when I talk about experience, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying about the past. I'm just saying the past matters because if you've been here before, when you go there now, g- relax. We've been here before. Let's go. That's a good point. Let me ask you this, though. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. I love this nuanced conversation. Outside of Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, and an additional Ke- offensive line. Can we get Kelsey? Uh, Kelsey, that's what Kelsey? I'm thinking of. Those, those were the Eagles players that were on that Super Bowl team. A.J. Brown. We, we could... They weren't on the Super Bowl team, right? Oh, so, okay, okay, Super okay, Bowl okay, team. Okay. Eagles 2017 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Niners went to the Super Bowl with Debo, mm-hmm. with Kittle, with Trent, right. with, uh, with, with Warner, with right. the litany right. of those same players. Okay. So I, there's incomplete data for me as right. far as the Niners' lack of experience. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think the Eagles have a significant experience gap. Hurts, Purdy, duh. But I don't think the Eagles as a roster well, and the Niners as a well, roster have a significant experiential gap. Where do you stand? Well, you good, boy. You good, boy. That's why they pay you the money they pay you. Because you said win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, the Niners didn't win that's, that's, that's hard to do. But, uh, that's so, hard to do. So, there weren't more players that are on the team now from last year where the Eagles played in the, in the Super Bowl than there are in the Niners. Yeah, there, there were. But I'm saying, I, I mentioned, like, the stars, like, the impact players. Like, that's why I said Kittle. I said Debo. I said... Yeah, but the Eagles were in the Super Bowl in February. Mm-hmm. Come months but they lost, though. They didn't win it, though. Neither did the Niners. Yeah, I know. So, oh, the, wait, once so how, are how are they not yeah. the same? No, I'm saying they are. I'm saying experientially, I don't see a huge experiential gap between the Niners from, from, and the Eagles from one team, outside of the quarterback. I'm saying from one team that, that, that went. Went, yeah. Like, once, like, I know what it feels like to be here. Like, yes, we're I'm here saying, compared to the team. No, no. Damn, what's that feel like? Hey, no, Shady. I'm talking about that. Hey, Shady, how's that feel to be? <laughs> I, can t- I can tell him. You can Fred Warner, you call me up. I got you, no, bro. No, well, here's what I'm saying. Remember, the Niners went to the Super Bowl in 19. Yeah. That, maybe that's the, the information I omitted. Oh, okay, the okay, Niners okay. went to the Super Bowl in 19. Warner was in the Super Bowl. Trent was in the Super Bowl. Yes. Debo was in the Super Bowl. Kittle was, uh, in, the Kittle was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm talking about the night. Yeah, but Purdy wasn't. Yes, that's why. Wasn't. Yes, that's and why Zach I said wasn't that. wasn't in the NFC Championship game. Correct. That's and, why I said and, Purdy and, 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 and Hurts. When you talk about years, I was playing in the, tw- I was in the Super Bowl 2019. <laughs> Compared to a couple months ago, it's two different things. Right? Like, like even when I went to the, the, um, the camp when they were going against the Colts, the scrimmage, and they kept talking about how we got to get back to the Super Bowl. Everything was like, oh, wow. 
they had they, they had a journey they didn't complete. They got so close. Mm-hmm. It's like playing a video game. You beat everybody up, get to that last board, the, the, the main guy, and you lose. We've been there, so we know how to get back there. And everything they talked about from the meetings and from the practices is like, yo, we got to get back to that point. We know where we messed up at. Now we got to go fix it. Yeah. Where other teams, like you talking about the Niners, like they – they don't know what that feels like. The Cowboys, they don't know what that feels like. Cowboys. Maybe Emmitt Smith may know. <laughs> True, Amy may know what that feels like. Uh-huh. Prime time may know. But not the new dudes. <laughs> I look, mean, at, look, at his, look at his face. I, I'm just yeah. saying, ex- experience can be overrated. Wow. And the reason why, say? Break that the down reason for the why I say oh. that is because we won the Super Bowl, and the only person on our team that's been to a Super Bowl was Charles Woodson. Mm. And we beat the Steelers, who Ben's been there. James Harrison's been there. Palomalu's been there. Mm-hmm. A bunch of Ryan Clark has been. It was a bunch of dudes on their roster that have been in the Super Bowl. And we come in there as, as young pups, like it's over for y'all. Yeah. You, so, so for me, sometimes experience a is, is a little bit overrated to me. Because if it came down to experience, the Niners would be in the last three, four Super Bowls. James, the only. The Keep in mind, Charles Woodson got hurt. The only. No doubt he I broke mean, his collarbone like, in that game. The only thing I can't ignore. The easy one. Go ahead and say it. You had that dude. I understand what right. you had that. That matters, though. That's a, that's a bad that's man. I understand, I know you know but I'm just saying that man. was Aaron's first real playoff know, run, too. That was Aaron's man. first Super Bowl, no, 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 too. No, no. And I know he was a bad man. That's I argue with anybody man. about that all day. But what I'm saying is experience could sometimes be overrated. Because, like I say, <laughs> the Niners have been in a couple NFC championships, and they have not found a way to get it done. Here's what's interesting, though, real quick. That is a bad man, but that wasn't at the time. He was bad enough to make whoa, him three whoa, years whoa. behind Brett Favre. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> so they played us first at home in Philadelphia. They beat us, right? Yep. That whole week, we were saying, oh, my God, this, this quarterback is this. He's that. He that, he that. I didn't even know. I, I knew of him, but, you know, you never really watched the, 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 all, the other team's offense. Yep. They were saying how great this quarterback was. But yes. I'm saying that was pre uh, – he'd only played one playoff game at the time. Exactly. Check but But – that you see what I'm saying? Hall like, of Fame talent is Hall of Fame talent. No doubt. Sure. Patrick Mahomes before he played, but still Patrick Mahomes. Sure. But I'm saying you have to earn that. Like, sure. So let's earn these numbers. Look yeah. at those playoff numbers. <laughs> Look at them playoff numbers. You tell me if that's Hall of Fame bound. We said them yesterday. Three touchdowns, no picks, week yeah. one against the Eagles. Three, and 300 yards. Yep. Three touchdowns, Should've no picks. Four, nope. Three touchdowns, no picks, week two. 300 yards again. No touchdowns. I think two picks, week three. Game three, yeah, but y'all Bears, still won against the Bears. Cold out there, boy. Yeah. And then in the Super Bowl, three touchdowns, no picks. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions. There's some. There's some. Guys, that's experienced that, that that don't do that. The difference is we got a hall of see we got a hall of fame quarterback. This is this is the reason why quarterbacks get paid so much money. Mm-hmm. If your team you have a sorry team but you have a hall of fame type quarterback, that makes the difference. I guess what I'm saying is at the time we didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was. No now I'm not putting Brock Purdy in the Hall of Fame because y'all might scoff at me. Now in 20 years from now y'all may be like, Acho, you should have put him there. I'm not putting Purdy there. I'm just saying. Brock Purdy currently has more playoff wins going into this season than Aaron Rodgers had going into your Super Bowl. And I, and I hear you. I hear you. I just, we're talking, we're talking about a lot of, like, philosophical things in this conversation. It's fun. So it's, like, experience and, like, reality. And talent. Dominant and stuff. But, like, like, again, like, I just can't, I can't forget that it was Aaron Rodgers. Like, we didn't know then that 100% yeah. that it was Aaron Rodgers. But, like, somebody knew because they made him sit three years and, like, you know what I mean? They drafted him, yeah. replaced Brett Favre who's a Hall of Famer, mm. and he was like, he's, like, really good. But what I'm saying is Brock Purdy is not on Aaron Rodgers' level, and we got so much belief in the Niners. So, so that's, that's, that's my thing. Like, like what's, the, what's the belief in the Niners? Brock Purdy's not Aaron Rodgers? He's, no. He's, he's not but... Aaron Rodgers, but he's good enough for that team, for that system. And you talked about the experience with Aaron Rodgers. Like, for example, there's players that you watch on tape that may not have the, the accolades yet, 
But you like, yo. You know we that dude. When I first played Derwin James, yeah. I don't, I don't, really know why, I don't even watch college stuff like that, especially back then. I do now because, you know, my work. But I didn't watch it. I'm like, boy, who, who, who is this dude? I didn't even know his name. His number was like, whatever his number was. Who, who's he? You knew it. When you watched, you talked about Aaron Rodgers not having much uh, playoff experience. Cool. Yes, I said that. When the defense put him on tape, they like, bro, who, who, this, who this 12? Who, who is this guy? No question. Because you already know that. But the thing with Brad Party is that when you watch their team, and this dude is, what, 10 games in? Yeah. You know he's going to get way, way better when it gets to the playoff time. Because mm. they're winning games now. And you granted, and granted, he, he showed some plays that he didn't look great at. But I see some plays he look, really looked really, really good last, mm. last night. So I just think that Brock Purdy in that system, he's doing really, really well. That's a good team. They run the ball. They got a lot of talent. I just don't think they're better than the Eagles. That's all. But I like the Niners. The Niners are really, really good. And he's the second-best quarterback in the NFC. Uh, no, this is a, one of the most fascinating <laughs> conversations no, we've had. But who won? Wait, who, who won, though? I won. We, we were on the same team? Yes. Yo, this is the second time you did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Joy Taylor show. <laughs> right, well, speaking of, when we return, it literally is Joy Taylor's time. Yeah. She's handing oh. out Friday flowers in America's favorite segment of the week. Who in the sports world is getting flowers today? She will highlight some of the best stories you haven't yet heard of. If you walk away, okay. run back next on. Screen. Makes sense. It's just, okay, that's why you act like that. Not bad, Jay. Okay, I get I'm it. acting up Do your thing. Send me my flowers. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. What's up, family? Welcome back to Speak. It is time for the best segment of the week. It is Friday Flowers. Joy, who getting the flowers today? Well, a friend of the show. We're starting with B. John Robinson. He puts right. crazy work on go. and off the field, He's right, nice. Shady? Crazy work. Well, oh, the Falcons rookie running back was named the NFLPA Week 2 Community MVP for That's his nice. donation That's of nice. time and money to the That's Austin job, Junior you know. Jags. They're part of an underserved community in Texas. And thanks to his donation, they're able to cover costs for practice and game day field dues, as well as their end of the year banquet. You all played uh, Pee Wee football. You know how important the banquets are. Bijan also surprised the kids and coaches at one of their games and joined them in the locker room for pre-game warm-ups and a speech. So a flower for Bijan. <laughs> Simone Biles is already a decorated Olympian and world champion, but she's not done adding to his her historic career this week, fresh off winning three gold medals at the 2023 United States Gymnastics Championship. She earned her spot on the U.S. team for the 2023 World Championships. This will be her sixth, sixth World Championship, which is the most for any American athlete. She also became the oldest U.S. women's all-around champion in modern history and is now the oldest to make a world team since at least 1970, according to USA Gymnastic Records. We love you, Simone. She is a legend and still doing it at the highest level. And our final flowers for Patrick Mahomes. Patty, the best quarterback in the game of football. Just wait and listen, Shady. He doesn't know much about his play being questions, but he is playing the Bears this weekend, and their young quarterback is struggling right now. So he shared a word of wisdom for Justin Fields ahead of the Bears-Chiefs matchup Sunday at Arrowhead, saying, quote, trust your talent, trust your instincts. He's here for a reason. He's made a lot of big plays happen 
in NFL and college, wherever he's been, just not against us, hopefully. So words of wisdom from the very best in the game. That's very, nice. very, very nice. kind. Nice. That's nice, so he's speaking man. nice things, speaking a little life into the young yeah. quarterback. Yeah, we all need that. You know, he's just we need a little encouragement. That's right. Did he tell him right? don't, don't throw to other teams? Did you crush your instincts? Yeah. Did he tell him that? Don't throw the ball to other teams? I probably told him. I mean, that's kind of what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, to your color. You're good. And that's why you don't hand out flowers. You know what I'm saying? That's why we let Joy hand out the flowers. I think that's very well, speaking of Justin Fields, he has his hands full this weekend because Fields, well, he called out coaches earlier in the week, then he walked it back later in the week. Chaos has completely gone awry and appeared in Chicago, but now they got to face the defending champion Chiefs on the road. Sunday on Fox. Bring us on camera because, Shady, it's really pure anarchy going on in Chicago. The defensive coordinator resigned out of nowhere. Like, Alan Williams out of nowhere said, yo, I'm done. He said, I'm leaving. Justin Fields, he calls out his coaches. Then he kind of walks it back in the locker room later on during the day. Apparently, I saw that like 100,000 worth of equipment was stolen from the Chargers facility earlier this morning. Like, yeah. it is chaos <laughs> in Chicago. Pure chaos. What is at stake, though, for Justin Fields against the Chiefs? If they start 0-3, you know yeah, the playoff that's, that's odds. tough. And it's the Chiefs, too. It's the Chiefs. What's um, the stake? What's at stake is that, that the front office did the right thing by trading away that first-round pick. Right? You did a lot of things with that pick. Got a quarterback potentially traded a team to get their quarterback to get that first pick overall. Mm -hmm. He did so many different things. And their front office, they actually say, you know what? We believe in Justin Fields. We want him. He's our guy. <clears throat> cool. You go get you a tackle who's really, really good. You go get you a number one receiver in DJ Moore yep. who's really, really good. And to have Darnell Mooney as your number two and mm -hmm. then even, even uh, Claypool right, as your number three. That's, those are weapons. If they go anywhere else in, in this league on another team, they will do well. And when you ask me what's at stake, it's Justin Fields. Are you here to stay or are you not? Right? I don't even, I don't even want to get into the, the blame game. It's his fault. It's their fault. It's the coaches. We need to know that you're the real guy. They drafted you in the first round for a reason. It looked good in the beginning. We're in the preseason game. Oh, this is easy. Do you remember what said mm -hmm. that? Oh, this is easy. And now the real thing has surfaced. And it looks easy that you can't play the position. And if he doesn't play well this game, I'm not even saying to win the game because I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. At, in Arrowhead, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, man. Trust your instincts, buddy. <laughs> Defense. Yo, he's going to throw y'all picks. I told him to trust instincts. <laughs> anyway, if he goes to Arrowhead and looks bad, picks, fumbles, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you got to get rid of him. Yeah. And this will be his last time starting this league. I'm, I'm being serious. Joy, how many petals are serious. left on the flowers that yeah. my home yeah. 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 Smart. <laughs> Good job out there, kid. James, here's what I'm thinking. I think Justin Fields playing for his reputation this weekend completely. Yeah. I don't think he's playing for a starting job, not just yet, but he's playing for his reputation. Y'all remember when Justin Fields came out of college, the majority of America said he should be the second quarterback after Trevor Lawrence. Out of high school, he was the second best quarterback. In college, he was the second best quarterback. Then in the draft, all of a sudden, Zach Wilson was better than Justin mm. Fields. Trey Lance became better than Justin Fields. And we were like, y'all crazy. What are y'all doing to Justin Fields, ranking him so low? He's always been second to Trevor Lawrence. But if he struggles again, 0-3, <clears throat> Justin Fields would have lost 11 consecutive games. The Bears would have thus lost 13 consecutive games. His reputation would completely shift, and how people perceive him would completely shift. What Justin Fields is playing for is his reputation across the National Football League from fans, from owners, from general managers, and from players.
Man, this is a gut shot right here because, mm. as y'all know, I roots for Justin Fields. No doubt. Yes, you do. I want Justin Fields to go out here and have success. And I know player hater Shady is over there, but I got to agree with my dog, though. I got to agree with my dog. Oh, wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? (laughs) He comes on here and he says, you know, I just keeps it real and all that, but he keeping it real on this one. I truly believe that Justin Fields is playing for his job. Mm. He had, just like we put Zach Wilson in that category, it can't be you. Mm. Can't be you. The reason y'all losing right now is a big reason on the way you're playing. So it cannot be you, Justin Fields. You have to go out here. I'm not saying you got to outdo Patty Mahomes and you got to throw for 400, but you have to look like you are growing. Yeah. Mm. You have to look like you are getting better. You guys are staring in a 3-0, and an 0-3 deficit right now, which means 0-3 is a 1% chance of making the playoffs, which means you're not going. Mm-hmm. So why are we going to continue to put you out there if we know we're not going to the playoffs and it's <coughs> a dude out here in L.A.? Mm-hmm. When we could put Ooh. a dude in Nathan hey, Peterman that we just signed to go out here and lose games like the Cardinals is putting Dobbs out there to go out there and lose games. And yeah. now yeah, I can cooking. get a, good point. a first-round quarterback with that number one pick and move Justin Fields and whatever it is, trade him, release him, whatever you're going to do, and let him really go and be a backup in the National Football League. So I, I got to make two thoughts. Number one, Ryan Pohl's current general manager of the Ryan Bears Pohl's, yeah. did not ju- draft Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. He passed on Bryce Young yep, yep. to retain Justin Fields. Yep. Keep in mind, the Bears own the Panthers' first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young is out this week and potentially further weeks with the la- lower leg injury. Oh, they got the, so they got the oh. Panthers' first-round pick, and they, pick. they got their first-round pick. To James's point of... Poles is not dedicated to Justin Fields. But I have one question, James. I got a question, and this might completely change your opinion of Justin Fields. I might be able to do it. Can we roll the tape? Can we roll that? Justin Fields is wearing a hoodie. Come on now. (laughs) He's wearing a hoodie. Now, I know what hoodie James can do. What can Hoodie Fields do? Because he's wearing a hoodie. Man, we we own the sun now. When you toss the hoodie on... When you toss the hoodie on, wear the hoodie. It's just—it's different. It's like a Superman cape. You just turn into something totally different. You go out there and make plays. So, man, if it's anything that encouraged me today on the show, you just get it. Man, can I change my pick? I'm picking the Bears. Nah, but see, there was an '89 with the hoodie. He was a baller, though. I'm saying. Can I ask a, a serious question? Though, right? <laughs> so let, let's say he goes out there and, he, and he's been the same guy that we've been saying, mm-hmm. and they lose because we don't think they're gonna beat the Chiefs, right? They should. So I, I, won't, I don't even think like the zero and three matters for real because mm-hmm. this is a this is a it's a big game, right? No one's picking them to win, this. right? But my thing is, if he doesn't look good, we gotta stop going to Ohio State to get these quarterbacks. Yeah. Right, and I, I, I'm, I'm critical of his game because the way he looks, but in a serious manner, it's like. We go to Ohio State to get these players because they're so good. All the talent is there. But I can't name a good quarterback that was good in college or that was bad in college at Ohio State. And then once the lead, that was good. All of them look good in college. Yeah. They get to the pros and this be, this be whatever. Now, hopefully, I think C.J. Stroud can change that. But we got to put more emphasis on that. These GMs around here, these coaches, you, you keep running to Ohio State to get quarterbacks. Now, corners, wide receivers, running backs, yeah. even linemen. Different, different story. Different story. But there's quarterbacks? I mean, think about it for a second. But, Shady, it's tough for a GM to watch Justin Fields in college and see all the potential and all the talent. Like, you see him throwing yeah. the ball well in college. I hear you that. You see him running, making plays with his legs. Like, you're but like, my, man. But, but my, like, it's, it's tough to overlook that. But Shady. the issue is this. What I'm saying is they all look like that. True. <laughs> they all look like that. They do. They all look that good. Like, yeah. man, you see that ball? You see that record? You see them stats? I'd say it's the league in this elite versus elite. 
and they're not elite no more. The, the issue is nobody is moving out of that number one spot. No. Oh, not for nope. this. Oh, no. They no, might no, not no. have I'm say, to I'm move out. They might be This is why when we were talking about yeah. the Cardinals, I'm like, that's a cute game to play, but you're not, no one is going to trade out of Caleb Williams. No one's doing that. Nobody. If, unless they, they, it's a catastrophic situation and they already have their, you know, best quarterback in the league type of conversation and it's just a disaster. No one's moving off of that spot. Not saying that you shouldn't prepare for it, but it's up to Justin Fields at this point. You mentioned all the things that they gave him. It's, he's in his third year. He's not a rookie. We all might be rooting for him, but at the end of the day, he's got to go out there and look like he is growing. It's, this it. is just what the league is. And, and the other guys in his, in his draft class have been moved on from sure. because they did not grow. Yeah. Trey Lance, gone. gone. Zach, Wilson. Zach Wilson was gone, yeah. got forced back in, and, and still that's might a, be gone. Yep. So, so all of the, the you know, yeah. defenders, like we want this to be something that it isn't, th- that everybody trade, else though. isn't getting that great. There also comes a point of – if you know the Bears aren't going anywhere this year, say they start 0-5, right? Because okay. 0-3, there's a 1% chance. Make it 0-4 where there's no chance. If you know the Bears aren't going anywhere this year, let me ask y'all, and I know we got to go to break, but this is good. I apologize. There is no point in starting Justin Fields. Like, no. is there one? The like, only, the only oh, no, point is, like the only point you do is, got fans. You have fans. You have fans, for one. You can't tank the entire rest of the season, especially yeah, when you, you went like into that. the season with some expectations. But also, you, you probably want to get something for him, too. Like, you can also develop into something. You think if they go 0-5? I mean, if he goes out there and runs like he was running last year, part of the reason why there was even talk of keeping him is because how he was running last year. Exactly. And I think that's the big thing. Because if you're 0-5, you know you're not going nowhere but to Cabo. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to have Justin Fields out here and he possibly can show flashes? Or worse. Here's worse. He could get hurt. Remember, that's the Cardinals dilemma with Kyler Murray. Cardinals are currently like, should we even play Kyler? Because if Kyler gets hurt, we can't move off of him. There will come a point where the Bears are like, we can't afford for Fields to get hurt. So maybe we just stash him for Peterman, who I believe threw five picks in a game before. Just just look at it. Just Just just, look at it. The Raiders did my boy DC like that. Mm -hmm. Benched him the last two games. This dude is the leading passer in franchise history. The last last two games. They benched him because they didn't want him to get hurt because they knew they was moving on for him. Good point. So if you're going to move on from Justin Fields and we 0-5 not going nowhere, Nathan Peterman, whoever the backup quarterback is, go out there, and now our eyes are set on this number one pick. And I promise you, if he don't go out there and the Bears fans get that number one pick, they ain't going to worry about yeah, losing Yeah, they ain't going to be game. too mad. Yes. They ain't going to be too mad. Ain't picks. The, the Panthers two, and Nate. Yeah. The race for Caleb Pablo's Williams. Or Shador Sanders. Or Shador Sanders. <laughs> uh, when we return, <laughs> Eagles, they are 2-0. and oh, But some still question them. What do we need to see from Eagles against their biggest matchup, the Bucks, thus far? That's next on Speak. The main thing is the main thing. Where I'm off to after the season. Cabo. Harper hits one in the air, looks back and goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host 
of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We got Brett Michael here to answer the question. Come on, Brett. We got you here to answer the question. Brett Michael Poison. I'm going to go with Mike Tom. Before I give the right answer, Brett, what tour are you on? First of all, I love you all and thank you as a sports fanatic. We're out on the Brett Michaels Party Gras World Tour, just the Party Gras, Mardi Gras. I'll dance for you. Oh, he can no, do a shady bounce, though. A little piano? Oh, he can do a shady bounce. A little piano in there? I got some little piano. I got you on the key. No, you're singing. Before we let you go, all we right. have to reveal the answer. It is not Mike Tomlin. It is Mike McDaniel. Oh, yeah. I got it. Joy. Right. You know they say, every rose has a thorn. She did it! She did it! Boom! I think Joy Chino. I think Joy Chino. Somebody please enjoy the trivia. Trivia. Get a three. She got it. No, she got it wrong. Oh, I'm gonna say like somebody right. Is that right? Did you did you verify the Mahomes one? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Did Patrick Mahomes lost start his first five starts at home. He did. Which one? I'm gonna look at. For up. the viewers, the trivia question earlier today was. Who started their first five home games with the team that drafted them and won One. all five? Lamar Who? Jackson. The answer was Lamar Jackson. Joy is asking. The previous was Patrick Mahomes, but it was most recently. So due to a... Wait, so he actually did too? He won his first five starts? <laughs> Joy is currently arguing with our <laughs> off-camera statistician, yeah, Andy. Sorry, we, this yeah, really is a great conversation. Joy is currently up there. Right oh, yeah, right. <laughs> up on now. Hey, can we get to overtime, please? Joy, can y'all deliberate later? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're in overtime. Eagles, they are off to a 2-0 start. But Monday, they will be facing stiff competition. The Bucks are also 2-0. Jalen Hurts talked about the importance of winning leading up to this game. Y'all got to hear this one. Thing. I always say keep the main thing the main thing where, you know, winning is the only thing that truly matters. And so obviously you have important things, right? You have priorities and I think you have 1A and 1B. 1A is winning. 1B is playing to the standard. Now you can win, but not play to the standard and you're still unfulfilled. But y'all didn't miss the second part. You said, but you can play to the standard, standard and still and, lose, and, 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 lose no, and unfulfilled. Correct. I love, yo, I, this kid's 24 years old. Preaching. He's 24 years old talking like that. I won't even go into that. Shady, what you need to see from the Eagles versus the Bucks? 2-0 versus 2-0. Both your former I, teams. I, I had so many different answers I had for this question, right? But then when I heard him speak, the main thing's the main thing. Mm -hmm. And the main thing is winning. Everything we talked about from every team is how dominant they looked and how bad this team looked. What's the record? We 2-0. Have we lost? No. And that's the standard. And that's the main thing. The main thing is the main thing to get a win. So, yeah, I can say I want to see a different pass game. I can say I can see a more efficient uh, game from Jalen Hurts. I can say something about the defense. I can say all them things. That's not the main thing. The main thing is to get a win, to be 3-0. We're playing against a very, very good um, competitor with the Bucks. I think that Baker Mayfield is playing extremely well. The defense is back playing like the old defense of Todd Bowles with the, with the Buccaneers. And this is probably, out of all the top teams in the NFC, this is probably the, the best challenge that we've seen. Mm -hmm. Cowboys, they had some not so, so good teams. Uh, the Niners, Niners, they played some not so good teams. Mm -hmm. The Bucs are 2-0. The Eagles are 2-0. I just want to see a win. Mm -hmm. Ugly, 
or good. I'm glad I can finally agree with Shady on this, but there's nuance to it. It's like, I just want to see the Eagles win because for the Eagles to win, they'll have to play well. Mm -hmm. Previously, when you played the Patriots, you don't got to play well to win. Patriots aren't a very good team, not a very good offense. When you play the Vikings, you don't have to play well because this year, unfortunately, I got a lot of friends on the Vikings. Doesn't look like the Vikings are a very good team. But to beat the Bucks, because it looks like Devin White, your friend, back, back in his bag. He's back. Levante He's David, back. my homeboy, back in his bag. The DBs, Shaq Barrett, defensive line, back in his bag. Winfield, back in his bag. Offensively, Mike Evans, it stayed in his bag. Baker Mayfield, he, you know, he in something. He in a little clutch. He in something. Yeah. So, so when I think about it, for the Eagles to win, they have to they play, play well. well yeah. So based on that, I just want to see an Eagles win. Mm -hmm. Well, first off, watching that right there, and I know me and Shady debate a lot about these quarterbacks, and, you know, we got a little different opinions, but it's hard not to root for Jalen. No doubt. Like, he, he's a heck of a leader, to be honest with you. With that being said, I understand what he's saying, but you want to feel good about yourself when you come into the film room. Right, and feeling good about yourself, part of it, like you said, 1A is winning, right? But when you turn on the tape, you want to be like, okay, yeah. Now we, now, now we playing the right football. Mm -hmm. And championship football teams know that. That's why you heard the comments that Travis Kelsey, I mean, that uh, Jason Kelsey, Kelsey said, right? He's like, listen, we're winning, but we're not playing up to our standards. Same thing Jalen Hurts is kind of saying, you know? We're winning, but we're not playing up to our standards. So for me... Yes, I want you to get the W, but you have to play the right way because you are chasing a Super Bowl. It's not too many teams that are practicing right now that's saying they are chasing a Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles is one of those teams. And I remember after we won the Super Bowl in 2010, we started the season 13-0. And the last three games before we went 13-0, when we was 10-0, we weren't playing good, but we were winning. But we turning the tape on and we like, ooh, we, man, this could come back to bite us. Like, you know, we might not make that play or they might make that play. And we were still finding ways to win, but we turned the tape and we weren't playing well. And eventually it came back to bite us because we played like that, whole first round by, then we played the Giants and we came out there and nothing changed. And Eli Manning came out there and beat us. Mm -hmm. So for the Eagles, you are chasing a Super Bowl and you cannot keep having sloppy play like this even though you're winning and think you're going to beat these really good teams when playoffs come. This is a good opponent. No doubt. And we good didn't know defense. what the Bucs were going to be. I know, Shady, you picked them to win the division this year. We didn't really know what they were going to look like. But they have a top 10 scoring defense. They're 10th in total defense. They're mm. top 10 in passing offense. Todd Bowles got them only, like only, last, only allowed one sack so far. Baker is sixth in passer rating. It's a career best in passer rating right now. Third in rush defense. Second in turnover margin. One of five teams with no giveaways. This isn't just a, a walk-in and, and win type of situation. We're starting to get to that point in the season now already where teams are sort of starting to shape up. We're kind of starting to see what they feel like. Starting to see what we were going to be surprised <clears throat> about. So I actually... I actually don't care what the Eagles look like in this game. I completely disagree. There are certain games where we're like, the Eagles need to go out and look crisp. They need to take advantage of this opponent. They're struggling right now. They don't have a backup quarterback. They're missing their number one receiver, whatever it is. This is a real opponent in the Bucks. Get this win however you can. Sloppy, walk-off field goal, whatever it needs to be. This is not the game that, to me, is going to determine what the Eagles are going to look like for the rest of the season. The Bucs are playing too well right now for me to say the Eagles need to go out there and light them up. That's disrespectful to the Bucs. A lot of players that have played and won the Super Bowl on that team. So I, I don't – I hear Jalen completely, particularly about this game. 
Just win, baby. Just win. The main thing is the main thing. And right main now, <laughs> we just got to get that dub. Well, a game that will determine what the team will look like the rest of the season, Colorado yeah, facing that's Oregon. That's Twenty-one point spread. Oregon Ducks are favored to beat Deion Sanders in the biggest game of Deion Sanders' coaching life. I would argue, at least at this level, at this Power Five level, can Colorado pull off the upset? We know, and we will give you the answer when we return next on Speed. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super Six free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000. 10000 Shady. Must be the money. Cash prizes. Okay, it's time for our top story brought to you by Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. <laughs> in our hurry up offense, y'all, Colorado, they are in the biggest game really of their careers as a whole sports world is watching. Tomorrow, Colorado takes on Oregon. Oregon is the number 10th ranked team in the nation. Both teams undefeated, 3-0. 3-0. However, Colorado Shady is a 21-point underdog. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Joy, do you expect Prime to pull off the upset? I do expect them to pull mm. off the upset. I believe. I believe. She believes. I can fly. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, I watched Shadur Sanders, Sanders go Brady mode in the last game. That puts a different kind of belief in you. They know what they're up against. They know that this is the first real, real, real challenge. They got into some adversity that they really shouldn't have, shouldn't have been in. And a part of that was losing Travis Hunter in the middle of the game. But this is, a, this is an opportunity for them to really convince everybody. Everyone, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's still getting a little convinced to believe. And this is, a, this is a real opponent. Let me go next so we can end with two positive ones. Um, I hope Colorado pulls off the upset. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope they do. Um, I don't expect them to. Like, I would lose... I can't, as an analyst who watches Oregon, sit here and say I expect Colorado to win. If Travis Hunter was there, I'd say maybe there's a difference. But I got to respect Bo Nix. I have to respect Oregon's rushing attack. They're 11th right now in rushing yards in the league, second in yards per attempt. Hey, and I got to respect what Oregon does on defense. So I expect Oregon to win. Oregon should win. Oregon has better players from 1 to 88 when you talk about scholarships. But I hope, Shady, that Colorado wins. And I trust the prime, yeah, if anybody, yeah. Paul from there. Oregon should. This Oregon should. I don't know about no Oregon Ducks winning nothing. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say it like this. 21-point un underdog? underdog? Are you serious? Is Deion's coach prime coaching? Yep. Is Shador Sanders playing? Yep. yep. I'm going to start my takeoff like this. First of all, bam, right? <laughs> bam, first of all, that's one. And two is, if any team could do it, if any coach could do it, yes, sir. it's Coach Prime. Yes, sir. I think, and if he does this, mm -hmm. we got a new captain. You got to say we got a new leader. You know why? Because look, Kirby Smart, he got to move over. You got to move uh, over. Right? Nick Saban, got to move gotta over. Move over. Uh, it's prime time. <laughs> Shador Sands will not uh, let them the right. lose this game. He's that good. He's that nice. I got them winning. Mm. I love it, Shady. I ain't got Shady money. I got Apple Watch. <laughs> but it's going to hell. Man, you better believe we're going to pull off this upset. Let's Listen, get it. Number one, Prime is a winner. He is. Prime won when he played. Prime won at youth football level. Mm -hmm. He did. Prime won when he went to Jackson State. Mm -hmm. Prime is winning at Colorado. You know who was winning? Shador mm -hmm. with Sanders on his back. He's a winner. When you talk about Oregon, they are always high praise, yes. right? They're always in the contention. They should be in the playoffs. Justin Herbert, right, should have went to the playoffs. What happened? They are 10 and 10 mm. against ranked opponents. One and three 
One in three first-ranked opponents in the last three years. Like, they do not win big games. Mm -hmm. Whenever the pressure is on their neck and they got to win big games, they don't win them. You know who does? Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Prime. Upset is happening, baby. 30 and six as a head coach is Coach Prime. And make sure you watch Asha all day tomorrow because he's going to be here. Uh, I will tomorrow? be here. No, I won't. Nine on Fox. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> all right, family, when we return, we are going to show you all who we pick to win every game of week three. Borrow our picks, particularly Shady. He put money down. That's next on Speed. Oh, you have to do the, the, the 100 miles per hour thing. <laughs> We're in our two-minute drill. That means it's time to make our picks. These are my picks of the weekend, but the biggest surprise, sorry, James Jones, I got the Saints beating the Packers in Lambeau. Joy Taylor, where you at? Shame on you. Y'all not, y'all not ready for um, Friday. Uh-oh. Shady is hey, almost I'm going to go with the Jets. I'm going to go with the Jets. Jets. Well, the Jets? Okay. Nice green. solid win. That green. Shady going to be mad at me, but my upset of the week, I got Commanders beating the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. Hopefully I, like I get that one done because I had to give me a little You got to get your get back. Two five. What's, what's your biggest? It really don't matter. I mean, I'm gonna win like I won last year. I'm gonna win this year. That's what I do. I'm the winner. You know, <laughs> the king is back. The king is back. All right, family. We will be back Monday at the same time. Race Hub is next. Appreciate y'all kicking it.